0: ladies and gentlemen it is your boy back at it again welcome to another edition of the rico report brought to you by the buffalo fanatics brought to you by fan our new partners fan if you want our podcast and if you want to listen to our podcast you just don't have the time to view on youtube go ahead to BuffaloDown.com. all our podcasts are there let's go Ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to do big things, man. We're trying to do big things, man. And the Buffalo Bills did some big things this past weekend. And despite, despite me acting like a, a big old baby <laughs> on draft weekend, I've I'm coming around, folks. I'm coming around, and I'm uh I'm starting to accept. I'm starting to accept that, hey, some things are just not meant to be. And it just wasn't in the cards for certain moves that I thought our bills would have taken. That's just me. That's just me. It is what it is. I'm going to get over it. But I'm going to get into all that in just a moment. But I do have a few things to talk about because there are things happening around the league that are quite interesting.
1: Baker Mayfield back in news. Why? Why? And you guys, you guys, I've I've shared my sentiments on Baker Mayfield.
0: And I felt that he got the raw end of the stick, still getting the raw end of the stick. And they just keep disrespecting this man like you wouldn't believe. And now the, the reports are out is that we may need him. We may need Baker Mayfield to to stick around. But why? Why Browns fans? Why Browns organization? Didn't you get your quarterback? Didn't you get your backup quarterback? And did you get a third quarterback? And now y'all are y'all are you're panicking, or what? Things aren't shaking out the way you want them to be with Deshaun Watson. Ah, things are happening, man. So Baker's in a tough position. Baker's in a tough position because you have the professional side of Baker where, all right, I gotta be professional. I'm still employed by this team. I'm about to. I'm about to. I mean, I'm I'm owed 18 million dollars,
1: so I gotta I gotta be a professional and play out my contract. But you know what? He did that last year,
0: playing hurt, trying to wheel himself back in, and it just got worse for him. So how'd that work out for him? Not so great, not so great. So now they might need him. So the other flip side is, I ain't playing for y'all. Y'all gotta figure me out. Either you release me trade me, find a place, because you guys could not trade me during draft. I'm sure you guys were talking to a whole lot of people, and it it wasn't working, so y'all are going to have to do something about it. Release my ass, or I'm not playing for y'all. Y'all got three quarterbacks on that roster. Figure it out. That's one way to do it. Is that the right way? Should you go the professional route and say, you know what? I'm going to honor my contract. I'm still a Brown. I'm going to play, and I'm going to just try to rise my stock for myself, and then next year, Wherever I end up, I'm in a better place. Or I dig in deep and say, nah, I ain't playing for y'all. Y'all going to have to move me. Baker's in a tough position. I feel for him. I do. And the Browns get effed up. And the Browns are doing Browns things. So be it. But let's stay in the NFC, the AFC North. Hollywood Brown gets traded all the way out west to Arizona. Now Lamar's like, shh. <laughs> What am I going to do? So Lamar Jackson is, he, he's, he, lost, he lost his buddy. And I feel, I feel for him because right now, he's got to put a lot on his plate right now. He's got to put a lot on the plate. But the Ravens drafted extremely well. We'll see how that plays out, man. That AFC North is always going to be a gauntlet. It's always going to be a tough show. Uh, but he, he's, he lost his speedster. So we'll see how this plays out. Jarvis Landry, uh, I don't know if he did sign or he's about to. There's, there's some talks he might be going over there. So that should be interesting with Lamar Jackson. So we'll see how that plays out. And contract time. Are they going to pay him big money or are they going to risk letting him walk?
1: I can't see them doing that. I just can't. I just can't do it. DeAndre Hopkins. He got popped for PEDs, man. You
0: know what I'm saying? In a 10-year career, he says, hey, this has never happened to me. In the 10 years I've been doing this, this has never happened to me. You know what, you know what that, that reminded me of? I don't know if you guys are Seinfeld fans. It reminded me of this episode. You guys remember this one?
1: I found out why I was testing positive for opium. Poppy
0: seeds! Poppy seeds! Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, you want some checkups? Yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> I'm going to get tested again later. Hopefully I'll get my job back and I will be on my way to Africa. Is he going to be able to play this year? Is he going to find out because he says, yo, I pretty much watch what I put in my body. I don't get it. How is this happening? So hopefully he figures, the, he figures it out like Elaine Bennett did and figure out that it was those muffins that she was eating at that freaking, that little cafe. Well, what happens with our guy DeAndre? I mean, you saw what happened to the Cardinals, man. The Cardinals were absolutely poo-poo when that brother left. When he got hurt and he wasn't able to play, wasn't they were not the same team. They weren't. But here we are. So Cardinals are going to be out. DeAndre Hop in six weeks. I don't know if I've ever seen them reverse something where they say, oh, it was because of this. I've never seen that before. Maybe it has happened. Can't see it happening this time. I feel for him, though. Tough, tough, tough time to be a receiver for the Cardinals right now. Hollywood Brown, maybe he kind of brings things together for them. We'll see how that plays out. And uh, last but not least, man, a big shout out to the CFL. They're uh, big drafts. Uh, happening uh, this past, what, few days ago. Uh, they also have their draft. So uh, shout out to the Canadians. that are going to be fulfilling their dreams, playing in the CFL, man. I got to give a shout out to the CFL. That's the, that's the home league, right? You got to do that, man. And big shout out to the Canadian players that have been drafted. Uh, there's a couple of them that are from my city in Ottawa. So salute to them. Uh, one of them being Jesse Lucchetta that actually went to, I believe, the Cardinals. So uh, shout out goes out to the Canadians that are holding it down in the draft. So, on to Bill's news, man. On to Bill's news. We just had our draft. And uh, are you guys having mixed feelings about our draft? Or are you thrilled? Are you like, this This draft was legit? I really enjoyed what we did. I have no bones about it. Or did you guys have some, some kind of, oh, I don't know about that move, but I understand the big picture. Sometimes I wonder if we get duped. Sometimes I wonder if we get duped into this whole trust the process,
1: right? Because sometimes you're like, man, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I like that move. But then Bean does something and you're
0: like, but this guy's track record is legit. It's solid. How could I not like this move? There's a lot of times or a lot of players that he brings onto
1: the squad and you're like, don't know who that guy is. However, here we are. We're sitting
0: here admiring the moves that he's made thus far. I've got my, I've got my thoughts on him. I'm going to share that with y'all. And I will definitely talk on my, uh, my mini meltdown that I had. You know what I'm saying? But we'll, talk, we'll get
1: into all of it. So this draft that we just had, if you really look at it and really look at our roster, our our roster, we've talked about it
0: at length. We've talked about it so often, but our roster really didn't have
1: glaring holes. It didn't. I think we all know that, right? So we came in and did what we were supposed to do. And here we are. You got your round one. You got your round
0: two. You got listen. At the end of the day, what it comes down to the the big the big three. And this is what I wanted to, to jump on, right? You got Kair. You got James Cook, which we'll talk on. And you got Terrell Bernard. Now, when, I, when I'm when i thinking about this draft, I'm like, first first things first, let's get Kair out of the way. Let's let's make no mistake about it. Kair is a baller. Don't let me tell you about it. With Check
1: the 23rd up. pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Buffalo Bills select... Kair
0: Elam, defensive back, Florida. Text off, Kair Elam comes up with the interception. Kair Elam is there to pick it off at the goal line.
1: You know, they basically had him press man some of the best receivers for the opponent each and every week. Up high and incomplete. Perkins. Lofts one 50-50 off.
0: He has ideal length. He's physical. He plays with competitiveness. There's a swagger
1: to him. And it's intercepted. Picked off by Kahir Elam. There's our big fella. Our number one draft, Cayu Elam. Now here's the, the beautiful thing about Kyle Elam: Length, speed, intellect, will, everything that you want out of a corner. And we're
0: sitting here admiring the Sauce Gardeners, the Stingleys. Trust me, those guys can play. But we got our own dog here. And I had to get out of my feelings because I, you guys already know how I felt. I wanted my running back in the first. I did. I, I, I'm not switching up. But I also understand why we did and why we made the move we made. We needed a corner. Look at what's in our division right now. I'm not sleeping on Devonta Parker. Parker, Parker can play. You already know what's going on with the Dolphins, with Tyreek, and them boys out there, Cedric Wilson out there. The Jets, slowly, you know what I mean, sneaky, making some plays. So we've got to protect ourselves, especially because our guy Trey White is still, you know what I'm saying, he's on the mend. He's on, he's on his come up right now, right? He's, he's healing up. So, we can't go into camp in first week. And I'm, and I'm putting myself in the, in the mind of, of being in, in front office. We can't go in the first week with Dane Jackson and whoever. We want to make sure that we have ourselves set up. I get that move. And Kyrie Elum gives you that. And what I like about this dynamic, when Trey White does come back, and I mean, if you've seen it before, and my friend Kevin loves to remind me, loves to remind me, of what bigger receivers have done to Trey White, right? Trey White is an all pro. That dude can ball. We already know that, but no one's perfect. Everyone has their, their, their challenges. And one of the challenges that tends to follow uh, Trey sometimes is the bigger receivers. I mean, they outbody him. So guess what? We fixed that issue with bringing a 200 pound, six foot two uh, corner that loves to press your ass. And that's his strength reroute the receiver throw the timing off and here comes Von Miller here comes Ed Oliver here comes Tim Settle here comes you know what I'm saying here comes whoever because we're screaming at you off the edge for those Madden players if you guys get it when you scream off that edge it's over with quarterback can't do nothing it's, it's either in tow it's pick six or you're taking that sack we needed that so I understand it so shout out to Brandon Bean for coming through with and Kyrie is, is already becoming a fan. Freak. He's going to Sabres games, and he's doing all that. My man knows probably, he probably knows nothing about hockey, but kudos to you, my man. Kudos to you. You got your franchise quarterback calling in and, and making sure he's feeling good. Love it. That's that family dynamic, man. Every rookie that has come, I mean, at least two rookies have said it. When they came for their visit, there was something about Buffalo that said that, that pulled them back. And you know what? We got ourselves a stud in Kyrie Elam. So shout-out to the Bills squad for picking a nice corner to settle in. We'll see how that plays out. That's number two. I like that pick. I'm I'm big on that. You know what I'm saying? I I like that pick. I'm I'm solid with it. I'm, I'm absolutely great with it. Length is what we need, and we have that here. And we got those two dogs in the back in Jordan Poirier. I'm sure we'll settle that in. And Micah Hyde, boy, you better play. You don't play with us. That's number one. And then... We go and get James Cook. I'm still processing, people. I'm still processing. Because you knew who I wanted. I wanted Brees Hall. And let's let's get right into it right now. I'm gonna tell y'all how I like give me. Listen, let's let me, you know what I mean? You guys already know how I do. I gotta say it with my chest. It's just one of those things I gotta get off my chest. Cause you know what I mean. I was getting called out all weekend. Man, what's wrong with this guy, man? Get over yourself. You acting like a all right, let me say something with my chest. All right, let me say it with my chest, people. I like Brees Hall. Actually, I loved Brees Hall. I thought he would have been a perfect fit for this Bill squad. But it wasn't in the cards. Now, do I have that feeling that Brandon Bean did want Brees Hall? Absolutely. Because if we didn't have the opportunity to grab Kyrie. I truly believe we would have grabbed Brees Hall in the 25th, or at least, at least found a trade partner to trade down. But we didn't. So I got in my feelings, folks. <laughs> I was eye rolling. You know what I'm saying? I was all in my feelings. The rest of the stream was not the same. The freaking Jets decided to creep up and bypass the Houston Texans and grab Brees Hall. And all... Already a fantastic draft by the Jets, and then they go and grab my guy. Now, this is not to poo-poo on James Cook. A lot of people like James Cook. Quick, he's a four-one, he's a four-four-one, four-four-two guy. Quick, fast, will go inside, will go outside. But the beautiful thing about it is he can also catch out of the backfield. Maybe as good as Brees Hall. Is he the same back as Brees Hall? No but I've got to accept that we are in this NFL of the two back system. And I think I'm just so old school that I just, I just love me a back that can do it all. And it's just, it's, 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 you don't see that as often anymore, right? That three down back that can catch that can run inside outside. We don't have that LaDainian Thompson guy anymore. Brees
1: Hall comes close and I thought we had him dead to rights.
0: Now James Cook, Is gonna give us a nice one-two punch. And I gotta just get over myself and say, you know what, Devin Singletary is gonna be here. They like Devin Singletary. I like Devin Singletary a lot. We got Duke Johnson. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But at the end of the day, James Cook is a bill. And you've got to support the guys that are on your squad. You got to. You can't sit here and and all dude's gloom. He's on the squad. Let's rock. Now, what it does make me have to. I have to now not like Brees Hall. I don't want to not like Brees Hall. I want to love Brees Hall. I would have loved him if he went anywhere else in the NFL. But he had to be chosen by the Jets that are in the AFC East. Golly, now I can't like you. I want to like you, but I can't. I have to give you the Tom Brady treatment. I'm sorry. It just has to be. You are part of gangrene. You are part of the Jets. I cannot like you anymore. Now we got to bust your ass. I'm sorry. So Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Von Miller, get his ass. I'm going to be rooting. And boy, I will be a little salty a little bit. If he has the success <laughs> that I feel, I feel like he will, Oh, I'm going to be salty. But when he, comes to, when he comes to Buffalo, when he comes to playing Buffalo, we're going to wax that ass. And that's simple. James Cook, you better make me feel good <laughs> about the Bills not picking Hall, when the Jets face the Bills, yo, James Cook better go wild for 200 yards rushing. Make me feel good.
1: And I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. But in all seriousness, jokes aside, shout out to James
0: Cook coming to the Bills. I mean, he's going to bring an element to the Bills that we, we haven't had. We tried to get that with Breida. That didn't work out. Inactive. So we're going to find out this 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 running this running back room is a little it's congested, folks, because we still have Zach Moss and, and, and Zach Moss. I know for a fact I know he wanted to have a better year than he did last year. So this year is going to be super interesting how this plays out, how this dynamic is going to play out. But shout out to James Cook. I got to give him I got to give him love. I got to give him love.
1: He's on the squad. Let's make it work. Now, all these draft picks that we've had, James Cook, Kyrie Elam, then we got our third-round pick, Terrell Bernard. 6'1", 220,
0: 220, 220 we'll, say, we'll call him 230. We'll list him at 230, right? That one shocked a lot of people because you're like, huh, Terrell Bernard, okay. Then you start looking at what Terrell Bernard can bring to the, to the squad. Folks, we got, it. we got a good one in this one. Now I don't want to be speaking too soon, but we have a
1: good one in Bernard. I mean, that's a pretty cool last name. I'm not gonna lie. But Bernard comes in as a tweener.
0: I wouldn't be shocked. I really would not be shocked. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to spec. I, I am speculating. You know what I am. All right. I wouldn't be shocked if later in this in his career, maybe he moves back to safety. Who knows? We also drafted somebody else that can do the same thing in Benford. That could be corner, maybe move back to safety. So I see the vision that Brandon being a McDermott. You know what I'm saying? I saw the vision of this draft. Once I kind of had to step back and gather my feelings. You know these guys. They're like multiple. You have to be multiple. You have a running back that is multiple. He can run and he can catch. You have have Bernard that could potentially move back to safety. Special teams, you know he's going to be on special teams. So it's going to be cool. By the way, shout out to everybody tuned in right now from Twitter. If you, are, you guys are tuned in from Twitter, do me a favor. Hit that little heart and hit that little retweet. Let, let people know what's good. This is Buffalo Fanatics. We're here now.
1: This is your boy Rico. This is the Rico Report. Let's go. Shout out to my YouTube folks. And absolutely shout out to the Facebook crew. Back at it again. So third round pick, Mr. Bernard. Welcome to the squad. I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Shout out to my man Z. Yo, Zbot has been excited.
0: He's been waiting for Punk God to come through. Punk God comes through and he's now going to be a puncher. I'm going to get into Punk God in just a moment because it's a punter. He can wait. But let me get into my guy, Khalil Shakir. Now, that is an underrated, under the radar pickup. 4 3 speed. Will, will, has the will to take it to the end zone. This will be very interesting. Can be gadget, gadgety, if you will. Great route runner. Will get down, down the field. This is a sneaky pick. And what a wonderful player to have sit behind Jameson Crowder, a former Jet that I like a lot. This offense is still going to be firepower, folks. I hate to break it to y'all. I hate to break it to the AFZ East. If y'all thought the Jets' moves was good enough to, you know what I mean, to, to put a scare out, but nah, fam. Cut that out. Buffalo is gonna be around for a while, baby. Let's go. And we got a GM that's legit. The head coach is solid. You know what I'm saying? And the the surrounding crew on this team is legit. Sorry, folks. Bills are gonna be around for a while,
1: man. We try, we're trying to get that three P of of continuing to eat that division up. It's just what it's gonna be. But we see how it goes, man. But this Khalil Shakir pickup?
0: primo. I had my boy that's a Dallas Cowboy fan and he was like, man, if we didn't have an option, we would have grabbed that guy. He would have been nice on that. Well, too bad. He's with us now. And he's with a legit quarterback that's going to that's fire shit up. So watch out, man. Salute. Khalil. What's up? Punk guy. Now let me give you something of Punk guy, man. Punk guy was the fourth punter taken from this draft. I know he's getting a lot of hype. But a lot of folks don't realize that just the last year, the year before he lost his job. To another punter. Dude is raw. He is raw. But I guess they see some potential in him. I mean, that leg is undeniable. That leg is undeniable. My man, Alex Lucci, it would be proud uh, to do some kind of thigh. You know what I'm saying? Some thigh dance to kind of, you know what I mean? Show love to the punk guy. But the punk guy's on the squad right now. But he's very raw. He only, this is what, second year punting? Fam. It's going to be interesting to see how, how this plays out. Uh with this punk guy situation because Matt hack is still in the squad he's an exceptional holder I don't know what the heck that means we didn't we didn't bring your asses to hold, hold that whole damn football <laughs> the last time I checked, check your ass is supposed to punt that way not just up for it to come right down so this is where punk guy comes in so this will be interesting how this plays out y'all punk guy better learn He better learn you know what I'm saying I mean I don't know what they saw they taught him about Diego State, but he better learn how to hold that football for my guy Tyler Bass. But it's gonna work out. But how interesting is this? He's right-handed, left footed. If you guys have ever kicked a football or kicked anything, you're planning with if you're right footed, you're planning with your left, and you're and you're dropping with your right hand, if you're right-handed, and away you go. This is interesting how this is gonna play out. I mean, he's been doing it, so it's interesting. But dude, you're dropping with your right your right hand and kicking with your left, man. The mechanics on that is gonna be interesting. But shout out. We got our guy. So, folks, this, this, this team is, is coming along. It is coming along. And I'm, and I'm actually really proud to, to say that, listen, we, we got ourselves a, a good squad. And we're going to be competitive for a long time. When you have a GM like Brandon Bean, Big Baller Bean, undeniable, man. There's, there's not a whole lot you can say negatively about Brandon
1: Bean, man. He's got his finger on the pulse. He's got his finger on the pulse. You got to give it to him. So if I'm grading this draft, and I'm looking at the needs that this this team had, and I'm looking at who we brought onto the squad, you got to give this
0: a a solid, a solid to me, a solid B to a B plus. A solid B to a B plus. We got ourselves a a starting corner that's going to be fighting but, I mean, you drop someone in the first round, chances are he's going to be starting. I don't care all the politics you want to play. He, gives, he is going to be started. James Cook is going to be splitting some time. He's already used to it. So is Devin Singletary. That'll just seamlessly work. Greg Cosell came and made a very good point about the running back position, especially associated with the Bills. This offense and the way it, it runs through Josh Allen It's not really made for a bell cow back like a like a Henry, like a John, you know, like a Taylor. It's not made for that. You need a guy like a James Cook. That is multiple that you can interchange with Devin Singletary. That doesn't need volume carries like these other guys. And I understood it. I didn't like it. I didn't like hearing that, but I understood it. So I got I had to get out of my feelings in that regard. But what are you guys grading this draft? I, I look at it
1: as a nice B to B plus, plus. and I think that's that's. I think I saw that. I think we hit on what we needed, and I think we did well with that. You got your you got your corner. You got your running back. Maybe not the one I wanted, but you got a very high rated running back. You can't go wrong with what we what we did with this team. Kudos to this organization.
0: They know what's best for this team. How are we going to sit here and tell them no? Us armchair GMs. We think we have it. But like I, I keep telling y'all, man. <laughs> I mean, like we already know. We don't know. We don't. <laughs> we think we do. But we don't. So, Elam, Cook, Bernard, Khalil Shakir. Welcome to the squad, man. Punt God. Matt Areza, welcome to the squad. Then we got Benford that could be. A nice addition to the squad, right? Could move back to safety at one point. We'll see. And then we round it off
1: with uh, a Tunetta and uh and Balen Spector, Clemson linebacker. So we'll see how this plays out. It's a good drive. I see a lot of B minuses. I see some A minuses.
0: I see A's. I see B pluses. I see a lot of B plus. I think you guys all are with me in that B B plus around that range. I think we had a good draft. I think we had a solid draft. And we're going to continue to be damn well competitive. By the way, if you guys are in here for the first time, you guys have no idea who I am. This is the Buffalo Fanatics. My name is Rico. You are tuned into the Rico Report. If you guys are tuned in, smash that like, subscribe if you haven't subscribed. If you're on Twitter,
1: hit that follow button. Let's keep it going. Let's go. So folks, with these drafts, when you're drafting players
0: and you're bringing new guys to the to the team, somebody or people are put on notice, right? You're on the squad right now, you're four years in, three years in, you're six years in, you're a nine year vet, and they draft this younger crew. If you're looking at and this is a question for for the viewers, if you are looking at this defense and who we drafted, and you're looking at this offense and who we brought on, is there someone that stands out to you that should be on notice? And it doesn't mean that they're gonna get cut, it doesn't mean that they're gonna get traded, but your eyes should be, you know what I'm saying? Woo, okay, taking a deep breath. Like, is there anybody on this team right now that should be taking a deep breath based on who we've drafted? Well, I'll give you the easy one. The easy one is Matt Hack. Take a deep breath, Matt Hack. They restructured your contract. So at one point, they could just say, yeah, your, your services have been great. Thank you very much. Good day to you, sir. So that's the easy one. I took that one away from y'all. So is there anyone that stands out to you that should be on notice? Think about it. Quarterback room, running back room, receiving room, the tight end room. O-line, defensive line, linebacking room, corner, safety. Are we is there anybody that stands out to you that should be on notice? Ooh, Zach Moss. So folks think that Zach Moss should be on notice. Should he do? Should he? Devin Singletary goes 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 into his last year of his contract. Duke Johnson, whether he makes the squad or not, that's that's a 50 50. And you have James Cook that we just brought up. Is Zach Moss? Should he put, should he be on notice? Or should he be like, hmm, I don't like I don't know if I like this.
1: Ronald Wrigler says Sweeney. Huh? Ain't that something? You're absolutely right. Sweeney should be kind of like,
0: okay, OJ Howard, Dawson Knox. I see what's happening here. I don't like it. I get that part. Duke Johnson absolutely should be on notice. Yo, they just drafted a damn running back that can catch out of the backfield in the second round. And that's with his brother. Damn.
1: <laughs> yes. I don't know if you guys saw the episode. with my man Kevin Hart and Don Cheeto. And he asked Don Cheeto like how old
0: he was. John T was like, I'm 56. He's like, damn. Well, guess what? Duke Johnson, when he saw that draft tab, he said, Damn. I right, then. Am I going to be a bill for a while? <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I, I, you can't even front. You can't even front. Cody Ford, are you on notice? What's happening with Cody Ford? You
1: know, what I'm saying there's a lot of people that should be on notice. I'm, I'm going to say one more name though. Let's let's keep it a buck. We we brought in Kalusha Kier, slot guy, speed, can pump return and kick return. I hate to say it, and it's no, it's no shade whatsoever, none whatsoever. But I'm looking at McKenzie,
0: and I'm like, yee, this but, this is going to be a competition. This is going to be a
1: competition, because right now, they brought in the young buck. You got Jameson Crowder. The receiving room is kind of crowded. And there's another name that stands out to me, too, and that's Marquez Stevenson. Not saying that anything's going to happen. I'm just saying on notice. Eyes wide open. Should be wondering. Oh,
0: snap. Okay. Let me, let me, you know what I mean, let me, let me get going now because this is, this is, this is real. This is what it is now. It's going to be a competition going forward. So, yo, for the best man, he's got to get going. These young guys have the leeway, time. Time is on their hands a little bit. So, we're going to see how this plays out. This is going to be a very interesting camp. This is going to be a very interesting camp. Shout out to my man New, New Mexico. He says, Yo, Rico, I still think you're salty. Hey, come on, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be cool and you trying to, you know, trying to, my wounds are still open. My wounds are still open, but I'm trying to get over it, folks. He says, Yo, I still think you're you're as salty about the Brees move as a black, as a black anarchy. Anarchy? Anchovy? Anchovy, excuse me. I get it. First of all, I don't eat anchovy. Gross. I get it, my brother, Duke Johnson, but I think is safe. Something tells me is safe as well, but he's definitely on notice. I would be, even though I knew that I was like, oh, I'm good, but I'm like,
1: hmm, they brought another guy in. I'm going to be, I'm definitely going to be paying attention. That's for damn sure. Zach Moss, on notice. Marquette Stevenson, on notice. There's some guys on notice, man. Cam Lewis, on notice. So it's going to be, it's going to be, it's, listen, man, this camp is going to be fun, man. I'm going to just put it that way. It's going to be some competition. It's definitely going to be competition. So let me get, let me get into my next point. You're looking at this, this rookie class. Who stands out to you? That's going to, that is going to be the
0: standout rook. The one rookie on this draft class that's going to make an impact on this team. The biggest impact. Is it, is it going to be Kalush all of a sudden, he starts you know, killing it in camp, and you're like, yo, we can't deny this guy. He's got to be on the field. Is it our first-round draft
1: pick? Is, is he's going to be that dude? Is there going to be a big, steep learning curve? Is he ready? Shit, maybe it's going to be James Cook, man. Maybe James Cook comes in and says, yo, forget Brees Hall. Forget all this
0: chatter. I'm that dude. Watch me go. Or is it going to be our punter?
1: Because if you really think about it, man, this man's leg is huge. We go three and out on our own twenty. We're playing the Miami Dolphins. Bow,
0: we put that shit eighty yards. let's let's kick back a little bit. seventy five yards.
1: down that thin on the, down and right on the other end. You can't even you can't even hey, that's a big, that's a big swing right there. That could be the difference. This year for us, so we're probably about to find out, man. We got it. It's a very interesting draft of draft class.
0: James Cook can definitely be a very impactful back on this squad. Elam obviously is going
1: to be impactful. He's got to be. But who's going to have the most impact? It'll be interesting. What do y'all think? Now that y'all tell me in the chat,
0: I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Kyere to be that dude. I mean it's it's the it's the one that stands out the most. Obviously. He's got the speed behind him. He's got the physical aspect of the game to press receivers, big-time receivers. You know what I'm saying? And, he, and he's not going to be shy. I'm excited for him, man. I'm going to see how this plays out. And it allows, a, it allows our very expensive defensive line to scream after these quarterbacks. I feel sorry for them.
1: <laughs> R.I.P. I feel sorry for y'all, man. Real talk. But here we are. Now, let me get into this Brees Hall situation, because I got to. It's, it's needed.
0: Shout out to the Jets, number one. The New York Jets. What a freaking draft y'all had. I got to give love to y'all because y'all killed that draft. Joe, Joe Deezy, Joe Dougie, doing the Dougie in that damn draft roar room. Hell of a draft for y'all, man. Y'all get the number one corner in the game. And apparently
1: his interview was as sharp as he is on the field. That dude was on the money. I know. I feel you. Matt Herring. John
0: Herring, excuse me. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I can't stand the Jets. I can't stand the Patriots. I can't stand the Cowboys. And I can't stand the Jets. I don't know why I can't. I'm not. I don't put Miami. I don't group Miami. in. I don't know why I don't group Miami
1: in that mess. But those three teams, not a fan. Not one bit. But let me proceed. Brees Hall, these Jets, great draft.
0: Got to give it to them. Number one corner is Sauce Gardner. And when you have a name like Sauce, y'all, yo, you got to stick up to it. You go your whole damn collegiate career without giving up a damn touchdown.
1: Golly, good on you. Then you go get the number one receiver in the draft. Okay, I see you. Then you're not done. You come back into the first round, and you pick up
0: Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson was that nice in the senior Bowl. He said, you know what? I'm looking at y'all, and I'm like, nah, I'm better than this. He backed out of the game. I'm going to wait. And the Jets were even supposed to take him potentially with the fourth pick or the 10th, and they waited and took his ass in the, in the first round of the 26th pick, golly, Joe BZ, Joe Doug. Joe Douglas was not playing games, man. This said he said last year was, was a taste. I gave you a taste of what I can do. Watch
1: me now. Good on the Jets. For real talk. I'm not, I'm not even going front. Good on the Jets. Now, Sauce. Will was it? Garrett Wilson, I believe his name is.
0: You got Jermaine Johnson. That's gonna be screaming off the edge. And then they go in and get my guy, Hall. Damn it. You guys already have your, your Michael Carter. Why did you guys have to go and grab a damn running back? I understand it. I understood it. It's, it's, it's indicative of what the Bills have done to the AFC East, how we've shaped it. It doesn't look like anybody's going to be stopping us anytime soon. So you have to do what you can to be active enough to compete with us. Maybe not this year. Maybe that's the next, but maybe you know, what I mean, year two to
1: year three, maybe you'll be on that on that spectrum. But by then, the Bills should have won a Super Bowl or two by then. Sauce Garden is gonna have his hands full. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Hey, are you are you scared of anybody?
0: I'm not scared of anybody. I'm paraphrasing here. Boy, don't you talk that mess. You got 14 on the Bills, and you talking like that. The last person that talked that mess. He got shipped out. I don't want to say he got shipped out. That's disrespectful. He's no longer with the Patriots. That was J.C. Jackson talking that mess to Stefan Diggs. Stephon Diggs was like, bye-bye. <laughs> he remembers that. Sauce Gardner, don't do that to yourself, man. You're too young in this game, bro. Don't do that to yourself, kid. You're a young buck. I know your collegiate career, you didn't let any touchdowns. You going up against, you know what I'm saying, the, one of the best in the game in Josh Allen. You will light your ass up. Don't care who you are. And then you got Stefan Diggs. Go with it.
1: <laughs> Watch out. But good on the Jets, though. I'm not going to lie. Good on the Jets. And y'all grab my guy, Breeze Hawk.
0: Can run inside. Can run outside. Man, I just... You know what? You know what some people... Like, for me, when you envision something and you're, like, you, you're trying to speak it into existence and it doesn't, and you're like, man, it takes you a while to just get over it. That's me right now. It's like going going house hunting. You go house hunting and you see this house that you really like and it's got everything and you and the wifey love. And you're you're, you're like, oh, this is where we're going to have the barbecues. We're going to have the cookouts here. People are going to come through and when we have children. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. The double car garage is heated. Oh, shit. You already fell in love. Now you got to make the offer. And then somebody comes in and does a bully offer and grabs the
1: house that you wanted. And that was the Jets. They bully offered and got the house that they wanted. Don't get me wrong. We have a nice house, too. Kind of reminds me of the situation that I was
0: in somewhat this past summer. I moved to Nova Scotia. We saw this house that we really liked. It was great, this, that, and the third and somebody came in and was like, let me get that. So we had to, to think quick. And we got a beautiful house ourselves. Don't get me wrong. Super happy with it. But that's the Bills. And it might be, and we're super happy in this house right now. So this might be the Bills with James Cook. They're going to be extremely happy with James Cook. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise that we did not, we did not have to go and get Brees Hall. But I'm going to be paying attention. But the Jets, though, excellent job. Here's my question to Jets fans. Yo, are y'all confident that you guys are going to leapfrog the Patriots?
1: Because right now, based on what you guys have done, it goes Bills, Dolphins. The Patriots right now are still like, you know what I mean?
0: Because what they did last year, they're still where they're at. But my goodness, when I look at what they did in the draft, this fam, what are you doing? Cole Strange, in your first round, you take two running backs in the draft. What? You already have Ramondre Stevenson, and you have Harris, and you drafted two more backs? Fam, who's your offensive coordinator? No, who's your GM? Sorry. Who's your head coach? Shit. Bill Pellich gets all three. (laughs) Yo, somebody pull
1: him away from drafting for y'all, man. Because he's going to F around and let the Jets jump over his ass. (laughs) My man, Pierre, says, yo, careful now, because the Jets
0: still haven't ran that home inspection. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I like that. I like that. I'll give, I'll give that to you. They still got to run that home inspection. That's for damn sure. Hopefully, you know, I mean? There's some, some crack foundation in there. You know, you don't hope anybody gets injured or whatnot. But hopefully, there's something, there's something up with that house inspection. They bought the house sight unseen. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, hey, it is what it is. But damn, this AFC East, it's going to be funny to see the Jets leap the Patriots and the Patriots are at the bottom with Macaroni Jones, Cole Strange protecting him. I mean, it's very clear what you guys are trying to do. You guys are trying to run the ball? Is that what you guys are going to do? Run the ball and, and protect your quarterback? Fam, you're going to have to take the training wheels off and let this man throw the football. You know that, right? Come on now. You know that. You can't, you can't protect him forever, man. Let him outside. Come let him out. Let him come outside and play. Let Macaroni Jones come outside and play. You can't keep him in the house all day. (laughs) You can't, man. Let him come out and play. Von Miller wants to play with his ass, man.
1: Pause. Von Miller's like, yo, come on outside. Come outside, bro. I got something for you. Greg Rousseau's like, hey, remember me?
0: Come on now. We're gonna see, man. But these Jets, man, it's gonna be fun to see what these Jets do, man. They got a good, they got what more? You got Watson. Was it Corey Watson they got over there? You bring yo, they got a nice little receiving core. They even drafted out a freaking tight end in the third round. Rucker, yo, man, y'all
1: look at me nice. These Jets are gonna be fun to watch, man.
0: It's too bad that they got to face the Bills, though. I'm sorry, but it's all good, all is good. So, looking at this, this AFC East. The Dolphins had a decent little draft, nothing special. I mean, they got their guy in Tyreek Hill, so they didn't
1: really have a whole lot that could do in the first round or second round. I think they gave up what? The first and second round pick didn't have that. They got their receiver. Eric, whatever his name is, big boy. We'll see how that plays out. And a whole bunch of other cats. Patriots, terrible draft. I give them a freaking D. That draft was terrible. It was It was dumb trash. like no good. The Jets, A1. Good on y'all. Y'all did it. But at the end of the day, you
0: still gotta step on that field and play football. You gotta play ball and you gotta you gotta face Josh Allen twice a year. Good luck. But to those that are watching right now, whether you're watching on Twitter, Facebook, or on the YouTube, the division plays out like what? Bills, I mean, Bills are gonna fail unless somebody something catastrophic happens, Bills take the number one seed. Is it gonna be a battle between Miami and the Jets? Is Zach Wilson ready? I don't know, man. Zach, there's a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson. I'm gonna tell you that. There's a lot of pressure on that, on that quarterback, Zach Wilson. But Joe Douglas is is taking a page from the Buffalo Bills. And I'll tell you what that is is weaponizing your quarterback. They've seen what Brandon Bean has done for Josh Allen, right? First year when Josh Allen came in the league, you guys saw what he had. He had Doodle for receivers, man. He had Kelvin Biscuit Benjamin. You
1: saw me saying Benjamin. Benjamin. He had Andre Holmes. He had a young rookie, Zay Jones, that was dropping balls left, right, center.
0: We had that. The who do we have at that uh, freaking? uh, Help me out. Who was our, who was our tight end that we, we stole? We paid big money from Miami Dolphins. His name is losing me right now. I don't know why. I just get that, I get that way sometimes. But we, we didn't really weaponize him until we started realizing, hold on a second, let's bring in Cole Beasley. Let's bring in John Brown. Okay, we got something. We see what Josh Allen can do when you give him somebody that can separate. All right, let me do you one better. Charles Clay, thank you very much. Then we had Charles Clay on the squad. And Charles Clay was inconsistent at best. Let me put it that way. So then you go from John Brown to Colby's. And now you go Stephon Diggs. Then you bring on freaking Gabe Davis. Hello, Dawson Knox. Weaponizing your damn quarterback. So guess what? Joe Douglas is like, yo, let me, I can do the same. Problem is, you don't have a Josh Allen under center.
1: <laughs> That's just what it comes down to, fam. I'm sorry. But y'all can try, though. Y'all can try. But, the Jets look good. I'll give them to them. I'm gonna give it to them. If they look all right, like
0: you can't even hate. You know what I'm saying? They, they did their job. James Dalton comes in with a with a comment. He goes, hey, Joe Douglas has done a has done well, but it's hard to screw up two top 10 picks. Wilson is nowhere near ready to face our defense and go drive for drive with Josh Allen. That is the damn fact. You got you got those. I mean, the thing is you put your team together, but now you've got to you've got to sustain that success. You got to be able to go punch for punch. You know, what I'm saying? you know, back in the day when you had shot for shot, you ever did shot for shot with your friend? You know what I'm saying? He gives you a shot to the arm, you give him a shot. You know what I'm saying? Who can, who can last long before that arm is like, yo, I can't go no more? I don't
1: know if Tua can do it. I'm mean, I no damn well Tua can't do it. Zach Wilson, we're going to find out. I doubt it. And then Macaroni Jones,
0: you stole one game last year, but you know what I mean? That was a windy ass game. We saw what we did to you. Playoff time, you saw that, right? You remember that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know you do, I know you do, but anyway, I digress. Let's get back to it. AFC East, it used to be the Patriots division, now
0: it belongs so far to the Bills, and it's starting. It, there might be some parity coming our way, so we'll see how that plays out. It's looking good though, but if the Jets leap the freaking Patriots, boy, Belichick. You might have to look at those, those papers and say, hey, 2024 doesn't seem like a bad year to retire. Maybe 2025. And that's I listen. I don't know. I, I can't see the Patriots having a good year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Patriots fans.
1: This
0: this makes me happy inside when I see the state that you guys are in. It's not good. It's
1: not good. I saw I saw some some streams of Patriots fans. Man, it's not good. Rico, talk about uh, Jalen
0: Wiedmeyer. The Oh, yes, the undrafted uh, free agent we signed. Uh, I was a huge, I think uh, he will be our tight end too for sure. I had him at the, as round four grade with a great receiving abilities and, and a notch below average blocking. Uh, athletically, he doesn't match up to what we have on our squad, so it's very interesting. But Sweeney, Sweeney's on notice with, I think it's Weedmeyer, is that how you pronounce his name? Sweeney is definitely on notice with Weedmeyer. He will ease, he will be eased in. But don't forget, we got Quentin Morris on the squad too that is still around. So Wiedemeyer, we'll see how that plays out. I know he was a big name, you know what I'm saying? But not big enough because he was undrafted. So we'll see how that plays out. We did bring him on a visit. So there's something that we do see in him. So uh, chances are, is it, is it Wiedemeyer? Oh, it's Wiedemeyer. Excuse me, I was saying Wiedemeyer. Thank you for that, RC3. So Wiedemeyer uh, has a very good opportunity to jump in as as TE three, we'll see how that plays out. Quinn Morris is gonna have something to say about that too, though. I mean, show sure Sweeney. So we'll see, we'll see how that plays out, man.
1: But it's gonna be it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be interesting. So looking at, uh, I'm going through my notes here. Looking at this AFC, it's gonna be fun. There's gonna be two to three teams that have that are gonna have winning records
0: this year. In the AFC, boy, oh, boy, that are just not going to make it. What a time that we live in. Those Chargers look damn good. The Chargers look freaking damn good. You can't even hate. So we're going to see how this plays out, man.
1: We really will. So your thoughts, your thoughts on how everything played out when it comes to the draft, when it
0: comes to the players we've taken and selected, who stands out for you, who are you kind of like, mm, I'm not sure how that's going to play out? You tell me. Now, there is one thing that I do I do want to do, and I feel like it's necessary. Zach Moss has been on my mind a little bit. And it's easy to poo-poo on Zach Moss because of the year he had. And it wasn't good. Our run game wasn't good. And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't really help himself, right, because they ended up giving the, the lion's share of the carries, To Devin Singletary, because he earned them.
1: Let's let's keep it real. But the Utah, the former Utah player, you can't just dismiss him. You
0: know what I'm saying? He does good things on this squad. And during the stream on the weekend, I asked a question, and I was saying, make a case for Zach Moss as to why he would be retained on this team and it's it's really simple i mean kevin kevin explained it very well and it's really simple forget about scheme scheme put the scheme aside for now but just the player himself there's no one on the squad that has his his i mean i don't want to say body type per se but his style of run when you need that tough the tough yardage you can't even front he does i mean he's not making you he's not making you make business decisions like he said he does
1: however He does present present himself as the guy to give you that tough yardage.
0: He runs hard. Those are things that James Cook is not going to give you. Those are things that Duke Johnson is not going to give you. And those are things that Devin Singletary doesn't do as well as Zach Moss. And don't forget, let's keep it real. When it's fourth and one, you know what I'm saying, or third and two or third and one, you know who's getting that football. That's Josh Allen.
1: But what I've been telling a lot of folks that my issue has been is this. Josh
0: Allen, and I and I and I have to say it this way so people understand where I'm coming from. It doesn't come from me like hating on Josh Allen. It's nothing to do with that, but understand where I'm coming from. Josh Allen is so damn talented, so good. And The competitiveness that he has and the competitor that that he is, he always wants the ball in his hands. So if we lose or we don't get something, it's easy for the quarterback to say, that's on me. Right? But when the ball is out of his hands and he's giving it to somebody else and that person doesn't succeed, he's like, damn, if it were me, I would have took it. At least I could say the brunt is on me and it's on somebody else. But this is my issue. You can't do it all by yourself, my man. You can't. You got to be able to trust your RBs. And that's why I feel that I wanted Brees Hall so badly because he's a big back. He can stretch. He can go inside and he can take it the distance. And you can split him out wide to be that wide out that you you need him to be if you need to. So it takes the stress and the I got to do it all by myself mentality from Josh Allen. Because at one point, when you have your quarterback running for 763 yards and over 125 carries, fam, that's a lot. That's a lot. I know he's only, what, 24, 25 years old, but fam, when he gets up to 28, 29, 30, it ain't the same. So start preserving him now. Yes, it's part of his game to be physical and to make those runs. But, man, we got to dial it back. So hopefully James Cook and Devin Cibre come in and take away for that but zach moss gives you something different those that tough yardage the pass blocking right he has the pass blocking over Devin singletary so i'm not quick to say zach moss you out of here i'm not quick to do that yet i still i still have some you know me some belief in zach moss so hopefully you know what i'm saying this off season i mean he looks at himself and says yo i gotta do something man i don't care that drafted james cook i don't give a damn that my man, Devin Singletary, you know I mean? He, he overtook me. There's always an offseason. I get to bust my ass. We'll see how that plays out. And I'm looking at this objectively, folks. I'm not sitting here looking at like, you know, I'm just trying to make it. I'm looking at it objectively. Like, if we move Zach Moss away, I'm, I'm not even saying, like, take him away. We take him away. We got Devin Singletary, James Cook, and Duke Jackson. And they're all kind of similar. You can't have that. You need someone that gives you something different, that gets you that tough yardage and not having to put the stress on Josh Allen. That arrogance of Josh Allen that I can do it all by myself. Fam, you gotta you gotta dial that you gotta dial that back. You gotta dial it back a little bit and trust your dudes. The same way you trust you trust Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, you know what I'm saying? Stephon Diggs. You got to trust the guys in the backfield. Now was that on Brian Dable? Who knows? And don't forget we like I said Eric Kizzy just said it man and and on top of that we got Gillian back there. Now one thing that stands out a lot is the fact that we now have two guards that can block. Roger Saffel coming in from the Titans. We just got in uh, Questenberry. Questenberry from the Titans. He knows he already knows what it is. And then you got Ryan Bates that we brought back. The minute Ryan Bates was, you guys already know this, but the minute Ryan Bates was put into that damn offense, whew, that shit changed. It was a different ballgame. It's just what it is. It's just what it is, folks. So, Zach Moss, man, yo, you know what it is. I'm looking at this and looking at this, taking my feelings out of it, right? We don't have that running back that we have because I thought that he was going to be that every down back. We don't have that right now, but we still need that tough one-yard, two-yard, get-out-of-the-mud type of running back in Zach Moss. So, we'll see. This is going to be very interesting how the rest of this plays out. The receiving room is going to be interesting as well. Khalil being in there is, is interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, somebody wants me to talk about Christian Benton. Christian Benton. For the, the little that I know about Christian Benton, which is what? Our sixth round pick? Right? He was our... our we got three sixth round picks? Golly. Um, the, the second of our sixth round pick, uh, Christian Benton. Here's the deal. Out of Villanova, uh, he's a ball hawk. That's what he is, man. This guy is around the football. This guy, what, he had like seven interceptions last year. So there, there's, there's that ability that he brings, and that's why there's talk about him potentially going to safety because if he's a ball hawk and he's around the football, why not put him at safety where he now has everything to see, right? So if, he has, if he's instinctual and at that cornerback position, how, look, look how great he would be at the safety position. You saw Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson transitioned beautifully, turned it into a freaking Hall of Fame career. He went from corner, brought to safety and killed the game. So I'm not saying Christian ben, Benford is that. I'm just saying that look for that to happen, because, I mean, let's talk about the elephant in the room. We still have to deal with Jordan
1: Poirier. We still have to deal with the Jordan Poirier situation. Ain't nobody talking about it. I don't know why. We should be.
0: But it's something that, uh, that we definitely need to, to consider. Like, what are we doing? Are we paying this man? I, I truly believe we'll pay him because this defense is not the same without him. But, like, fam, everybody's watching. Like, what Bean, what you doing, fam? He didn't get rid of his, his old representation to go and get one of the best in the game
1: to sit here and play one more year. So is this deal going to get done or not? Is it going to get done or not?
0: That'll be interesting. By the way, we got a we got a super chat coming in from uh White Towns King. What up, White Towns? What's happening, bro? He goes, "You're right about that with Josh, man, because he's not trusting Singletary on that fourth down in Jacksonville that cost us the game. Josh lost us that game in Tennessee as well. I mean, he slipped. He did slip. He did slip. But he does have that. There's an arrogance that he has, man. There are times where it's a it's a read. It's a read option. And had he given it to the RB." That's three, four, five yards, man, first down. But he's like, he's already got a predetermined in his mind that he's not giving that rock up. And I bet you Devin Singletary knows it's not coming to him too. And if he does get the ball, he's probably shocked. He's like, oh, shit, it's in my hand. I didn't expect that. And if that's the feeling, my goodness, man, there's got to be more trust given to your running backs. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's just my opinion. By the way, if you guys are here watching me and tuning in, I appreciate y'all. You guys already know that you don't have to be here but you're here so I appreciate it. You you've given me your time and uh it doesn't go unnoticed and unappreciated. So, uh smash that like while you guys are here, retweet, do all that good stuff. Uh do that and let's uh, let's let's show this uh this video some love. So, questions, concerns coming from you the viewer, the fan that's watching this team. Are you are you all in on this team that we have? Are we are we are we pleased with the direction of this team. Y'all let me know. I'm going to take some questions from the from the chat, and then uh, we'll go from there, man. My man Ronald Wrigley says, yo, my heart goes out to all the millionaires who are underpaid. <laughs> yeah, you and I both, my man. You and I both. John Marlowe says, yo, Brees Hall played no one. Cook played SEC pro-ready football. Guys, I understand competition is one thing, but I, I, I don't use that as an excuse, man. If you're a football player, you're a football player. How many, how many small-time school guys have come into the NFL and had success? Listen, can you be coached? Yes, perfect. Do you have the physical abilities to do what I need you to do? Yes, perfect. I don't care where the hell you play. Can you play? And wherever you played, if you dominate, then that's perfect. That's exactly what I need from you. If you're playing in weaker competition and you're not even killing the game, How am I expecting you to kill the game anywhere else? But if you're killing it where your people are not as good as you, that's what I expect. So do you have everything I need you to have? Physically? Perfect. Are you coachable? Yes. Let's go. Let's go. I don't buy all that. Oh, you went to a small school, so he might not be good. Man, can you play or can you not? Chad Johnson came from JUCO. JUCO football and then went and played some university ball. Steve Johnson. Juco football. Steve, you got me saying Steve Johnson. Steve Smith. Juco football. Don't I, mean, I don't buy all this you know, small school stuff, man. I don't do that. Can you ball or can you not? That's it. Josh Allen. Freaking Wyoming. You know what I mean? Most people are like, yo, Wyoming what? Where's that? <laughs> you feel me? Look at him now.
1: I don't buy all that, man. I really don't. Can you play or can you not? It's really what it comes down to, folks. So if you have any questions, concerns, drop that in the comments. I'll
0: be reading them before I get out of here. Dog 26. What's up, dog? He goes, hey, can't pay everyone. He's got a year left on his contract. Maybe we'll get done next offseason. Tell Poirier to tell his wife to be quiet on, on biz matter. Listen, folks, we've talked about this before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it again. Wifey is allowed to speak on your business. That's your wifey. Now, if she's messing it up for yourself,
1: that's a different story. In my humble opinion, whatever that she says on whatever platform, I'm sure there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a cosign. There's a
0: cosign from her husband. Because she's not going to make him look like a damn fool. And she's not going to put something out there that he wouldn't want her to put out. That's just my opinion. But like, yo, that's wifey, man. She's gonna advocate for her man, and there's certain things that she will and can say that may not look good from him coming. you can't tell her to be quiet. Her man's business is her business. This is what it is, man. That's your man. Now, if you're getting out of pocket, that's a whole different. That's a whole different bargain. Now, I maybe she said something today. I don't know what she said. I haven't been paying attention too much. But all I know that she's been you know, me advocating that you know, mean her man should be paid. So. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. Unless I unless I miss something, did she say something today that
1: I missed? If it is, yo, shoot that in the text, and chat. And let me know. John Marlon says, Yo, Davis will have the,
0: his biggest year to date. He is the number two and here to stay. Uh, Gabe, Dave, Dave, Gabe Davis is going to have a breakout year. There's no question about it. And he's and and he put everybody on notice last year. And I and I keep hearing people say. Well, that was when your friend that was when your playoff game. Like we're 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 all getting in our feelings because you had a massive playoff game. Yes, we are, because where we need you to perform is in the playoffs. Isn't that what we want? Don't we poo poo on players that yo, where the hell were you? You were all up in the, the season, the regular season, killing it, and then when you get to the playoffs, you were nowhere to be found. Isn't that where you want your players to perform in the playoffs? And then when they do perform in the playoffs, you're like, yeah, but it was only playoffs. Where else do you want him to perform? I, help me out. Where else do you want him to perform? Shit, that performance was, was good enough for us to win that game. But here we are. <laughs> so I, don't, I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just weird when people say that. It was just the playoffs. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> that's where we need it. In the playoffs. Yo, Josh didn't lose that Tennessee game. Our D let Henry own us. Uh, Josh was given the green light for QB sneak. He slipped, and our O-line didn't do their job. Yeah, yeah, they got blown up. They got blown the heck up. That's what happened. And then Josh slipped on top of that. But give it to Simmons, man. Simmons just, i think was it Simmons? I think it was Simmons. Simmons just owned us on that one, man. There was nothing we could do about that. He killed that. He killed that for sure. So I'm just going through the comments. And questions. I'm looking at everything. So if you guys have anything you want to you want to drop by,
1: let me know. I'll be reading them before I get out of here. And if you guys are tuning in on YouTube, smash that like,
0: subscribe if you haven't subscribed. We are at 22,000 subscribers. The goal, at least to to try to get it before seasons or seasons the beginning of seasons, to be at 25,000. You know what I'm saying a quick two three thousand people. You know what I mean, help us help us out. Let's get there.
1: Milestones is what we're trying to do, man. We're trying to gain milestones. Let's get there. I got a comment coming in from our order of sleepless nights.
0: Says Josh wasn't the first quarterback off the board, and look at what he turned into. Who's to say that the same thing can happen with Cook? Do you trust Brandon Bean or you don't? Well, we do, folks. We do. It's it's big baller Bean. We don't call him. We didn't. You know what I mean? We didn't give him that name for no reason. You know what I mean? Big ball of Bean knows what this team needs, man. So, um, but you can't have everything. You can't have everything you want. You just can't. One thing I did learn from this draft. Though, I'm going to tell you this right now. And I'm probably, I'm probably saying it. I'm probably going to get in my feelings next year again, because I'm going to find something that I really like. and I'm going to like, get him. Right. But like, sh- shout out to the GMs and the scouts that can stay very poised and stoic in not. Falling too hard for a player. I think it was. I think it was the Doug Whaley was on some show and he's like, "You can't fall in love with players, man, because you end up like you know what I mean, like getting in internal little battles with your own guys, your own camp. You know what I'm saying? And then another team takes them. You're you're, you're, you're all discombobulated. You know what I'm saying? Try not to fall in love with you guys, man. And me, I've, I've i I fell in love. I fell in love with Brees Hall, and now I got to watch Brees Hall and another team. Man, f these Jets. That's what I say. <laughs> that's what I say. So, um, listen, folks. That's it for me. I wanted to come on here and explain myself on this. Breeze Hall, and I think I, I, think I did a decent job. I had to, you know, what I mean give tip my hat to the Jets on the way they drafted this year. They did an excellent job. You got to give it to them. We still gonna own that ass, but you did, you did all right. I'll give that to y'all. Um, and uh, for the most part, our rookie, our rookie class is gonna be something, man. Our rookie class is gonna be something. So we'll see, man. Shout out to my man, Barry Cumberbatch. What is, what's up, my man? I haven't seen you in a long time. He says, Rico, what's the latest on Trey White, man? How he's progressing after that injury? We don't have anything on Trey White. The last I can tell, the only thing I can tell you uh, is uh, the thigh doctor, our resident doctor for BF, uh, says that he could be, it, it could be what, what? After October, a little mid-October-ish, that we could get him back. Um, and uh, so we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, we're not going to have him at the beginning of the season. That's for sure. Unless something miraculous happens, um, uh, well we won't, but, uh, the last video that I saw of Trey, White, he looked like in good spirits. He was when he was injured, he was uh, introduced to, uh, Kyrie Elam at the, uh, at the bills facility. And, uh, you know, what I mean, they adapted up and they were talking a little bit. So Trey white looked good, man. It got me excited though. I'm not going to lie. When I saw Trey white, you know what I mean? Dapping it up and talking to Kyrie Elam. I'm looking at those team and I was like, shoo. when Trey white comes back. Number twenty-seven is on one side, number twenty-four on the other side, and you got Von Miller and that defense coming at you. Good luck, man. Good freaking luck. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. By the way, one little last, one little tidbit. I saw somebody put that in there before I got out of here. Tannehill is brutal like Brett Favre. Yo, speaking of writing Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was, was quoted, and, and somebody was like, he's misquoted. I, I saw what I need to see. And they asked him about mentoring Malik Willis. And he says, it's not my job to, to, to mentor Malik Willis. He kind of gave him that Brett Favre, not my job, when, when they told him about Aaron Rodgers coming to sit behind him. He's like, that's not my job. He's going to have to fend for himself pretty much. So that's pretty much what Tannehill said. Here's the, here's the irony in this, in this position here. Tannehill is an up-and-down quarterback. He's up and down. There's some games like he's, he's I, and there's some games that like he's clutch and he does what he's supposed to do. But Malik Willis, that was a first round talent. Well, in this draft was supposed to be. And for whatever reason, the Steelers pick freaking Kenny, whatever his name is, Pickens ahead of him. If you don't want to mentor him, you might be forced to mentor him when he takes your job. So that little clipboard you got, it better have all your mentorship notes on there. Yeah, I'm going to share that with him. I'm going to share that with him. Keep going, big guy, because <laughs> that might be you, Tanner Hills. You better stop playing, man. You better be nice. You better play nice, because if, he, if he's balling out like that and he takes your job, it's going to be a hell of a time for you to sit there behind him, not wanting to mentor. You're going to have no choice. <laughs>
1: you
0: know what I mean? So you better, you better pray that he doesn't take your ass. He doesn't take your job. Simple as that, man. But anyway, I digress. So, folks, that's it for me. I appreciate y'all, man. If you guys have any more questions, comments, shoot them right off the bat. If you guys enjoyed the show, do me a favor. You guys already know what it is, man. Throw that mics up on the screen. And if you guys are new to the channel, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. Get that microphone. And if you felt that this was a show for you and you enjoyed yourself, take that microphone and throw that microphone on that screen, in the chat, all that good stuff, and let your boy know that you appreciated the show because it lets me know that it was a good one. And I can keep bringing the heat to y'all. You dig? Uh, I got a super chat coming in from my man, Ismael Mineiro. What's up, Ismael? He goes, Oh, yo, I struggle with the QB named Pickett. Pray, pray DB's don't. We're gonna pick that ass off. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's it's uh, that name. Yo, listen, I don't know why. I'm, I'm kind of salty with Pickett when he freaking pulled that fake slide. And then yo, you pull that fake slide in the NFL. I hope they knock your block off. Don't don't play that fake slide with me. This this league and this game is already tweaked enough with the rules and regulations to protect players and and especially quarterbacks and you're gonna pull that fake slide business boy you better stop if they if you if i see you if i'm a safety and i'm coming for you and i notice that you you're about to lay off and i see that knee not touch the ground oh it's over with you i'm taking you out i'll take that 15 yarder i'll take that 15 yarder. and you're gonna learn don't you fake slide in this league we ain't having that we ain't having that that's for sure and um that's it for me, folks. I appreciate it. Uh, I see the mics. I see the mics coming in. I appreciate it. Love it. That's love. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, Lady Rico chat, good good draft and go bills. I appreciate it, man. Yo, go bills for real. But uh, that's it for me, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a great, fantastic evening. I hope you guys enjoyed the Buffalo Fanatics. I hope you guys enjoyed the Rico report. It is every Tuesday night that will bring into you the BF content if you guys haven't downloaded the BF app listen BF Network all right it's the BF Network app go ahead and download that just because the draft is over doesn't mean you can't get up-to-date news breaking news all that good stuff you get it notified onto your phone it's that quick ladies and gentlemen enjoy the rest of your evening I appreciate y'all tuning in and until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. You guys have yourself a blessed day. I will catch you on the flip side. Let's go.